Welcome to another episode of the After School Anime Club. I'm your host, Max Newland. I'm the leader of this of this rowdy gang of thieves and criminals. And with me today, as always, she controls how much allowance the rest of us get. It's Stevie Matos. I do. And you know how much you fucking get? You get a pittance. Whatever she says. That's exactly what you get. Costs and so he's been living the a secret double life as a superhero this whole time it's max kostrak i i wish that was true how much fun you desperately know? <laughs> truly yeah i would like to be a better one than the one we watched today who didn't who didn't do anything really do anything yeah. who just sort of showed up and changed the diaper um but <laughs> In keeping with the theme, it's not just the three of us. We also have one more person joining us today. He is the former co-host of Holy Cast So Freaking Pod. It's Chad. Hello. I'm glad to be here. Hi, Chad. Welcome, Chad. Welcome, Chad. We're so excited to have you. I'm excited, too. It's Shin. It's the final episode of Shin Chan, everyone. We made it, fam. We made it. It was so hard We've when made we it. got here. This was a... And we we made this one uh, wild. We, we decided to make it harder for ourselves. We really did because I, I think we really thought that it was going to be better, and then we were we were quickly shown that it was not. Oh yeah, some somehow we <laughs> thought that the Funimation Shin Chan would be like more fun to watch. And you know what? There's something here. Um, <laughs> it's not. It was very much. It was very much a time capsule into. Yeah. Early two thousands edgy yeah. humor. Uh, let's give it let, like let's lay it out what it is. I'm so glad you used the word time capsule. Oh because, boy, uh, no. uh, that gives me runway to immediately get into the game for this week. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ooh, okay. So, so we played this one earlier this this uh, this season, and it's a fan favorite, and by that I mean it's my favorite. <laughs> It's time for a little game called Band for Life Time Capsule Edition. Oh my god, I love Band for Life. I'm so good at Band for Life. Let's go. Chad, do you know this game? No. You don't have Band for Life. Okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> Band for Life is a game in which I have scoured the internet's most important resource, animemusicvideos.org, for <laughs> AMVs. And it used to be that I would just find whatever, you know, and like put it on there. But now what I'm doing is I'm taking a look at the year that this anime came from, and I'm putting that year into the top 100 of, of radio hits. Oh, no. <laughs> This so is 1990, this, I think. So yeah, this is gonna test your knowledge of what was on the radio in the year 2006, which for me, oh no, is there's a lot of stuff I recognize and also thinks is hilarious. Were, were any of the Final Fantasy soundtracks on the radio during now, this period? Now here's the thing: that's what I was listening to as well. But there are some things that I've gone back to rediscover um, and some things that will hopefully give you a nice laugh. I graduated high school in 2006. Whoa. Yeah, I graduated 2005, so. Whoa. Thank God. I'm not the only yeah. old head here. Am I the Thank baby you, on the Chad. podcast? Thank oh, my God. I, I believe you oh, are, the you are the baby. Yeah, 2006. You, I didn't graduate till 2008. Thank you so much, Internet. You have now discovered for us that the one who is, in fact, the baby is Newland. It's the baby's Newland. Ah, uh, yes. Newland. 
That's the max. That's when we play house here on the podcast, <laughs> Newland is the baby. Uh, goo goo gaga. Uh, I'm the baby. Oh, no. Oh, I hate that. Gotta for love me, me. And uh, for you and for your wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> never mind that. Uh, so, yeah, this is. So what we're going to do here is all of these are multiple choice. Uh, I'm going to okay. read the question. I'm going to read all the answers to you. And then at a point, I will call I will call on everybody to reveal their answer at the same time. Okay. No discussion. Right. Ooh. Okay. I mean, there's a, there'll be a little bit of discussion, but no, no, hopefully no, not too much collusion. No I can't control sharing. you. I'm not okay. the cops. You know, <laughs> Ew, but. ACAB, so if we all just decided to Thank work God. together and completely ruin the yeah. game. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to tell you right now, it's probably C. Knowing Newland is probably C or B. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Mm. He likes to pick one letter. Oh, have you been have you been r- crunching the numbers, Stevie? Have you going, been going back through no, the game? She just a, knows me. No, it's called being a good test taker and recognizing patterns. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. Oh, I, wasn't a, I, was, I wasn't a child left behind, so I don't know about y'all, but I wasn't a child <laughs> left behind, so I'm going to just... Tell you that right now. Now, I see, think- here's where I come from the other side, Stevie. Detecting patterns in answer letters is a trap. That's how they get you. That's how you get too focused on on the meta context, and you lose that. That's where you lose concentration on actually, the facts. That's honestly, that's it's facts. actually, it's not, it's not just. It can if you are confident and over cocky in your test, but mm. it can actually also help you if you do recognize a pattern. And you're like, oh wait, this is always this letter is always wrong. Then you know. That more often than not, that letter is not going to be correct. You should still do your work, but it does help you do right, yeah. elimination for multiple choice. Come on, I'm a. And remember, multiple choice. If the answers are sentences, it's usually the usually longest is. one. Oh <laughs> boy, you're going to really want to keep that in mind based on some of the bands that we. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Okay, okay. Let's go. We've strategized. I remember what was on the radio. We've we've worked I together. Do. Now it's time for us <laughs> to raise up our fists and okay. get ready to yes, fight. Get ready to fight. Okay, oh, we're diving in with number one now. Okay. A lot of AMVs have titles that just use the title of the song. In that case, I've, I will just say the word song title. So like there might be, for example, if for number one, the title is Naruto's song title by SGT Chubb Anime. (laughs) (laughs) Sergeant Chubb Anime? That's the name of the person who made this video. Okay. This chart topping hit. By one hit wonder Daniel Powder was a favorite among teens who just weren't having a great time. In the video, Naruto suffers one misfortune after another. Was that A, and these are all from the uh all of the answers are from the the album that the winning answer comes from. So they they all share that album. Okay, gotcha. A lie to me. B bad day. C Lost on the stoop, or D, give me life. <laughs> I think we probably, I think I've got an answer. Probably all have an answer. This is softball, yeah. but I know what it is. Okay, um, uh, Stevie. Bad day. That's correct. Did anybody else have B bad day? Yeah, B, B bad, bad day. Okay. Points all around. There you go. It's an easy one. Did, did y'all know that was the number one? Yes. In 2006? I heard that shit nonstop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I actually, that that is coming that to me shit now. Was played so you at had a bad day. Nauseam. You're taking I don't remember down. that song, but I remember Daniel Powder. Yeah. 
you had a bad day, you take there you go. Day. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was sad everywhere. Song just to turn it around. My eyes are closed and I'm imagining Naruto. <laughs> it's a lot of footage of like him cradling the bodies of his friends in his hands. Like Sasuke beat okay, the shit. Okay, hold on. Like now. Yeah, this one. is getting pretty good, actually. I'm... I'm making this anime music video in my head right now, which I'm going to do for every question okay. moving forward, and I'm having a pretty I good time. It was going to be something like, you know, him sitting on the swing by himself when the kids made fun of him when he was a baby, not him, like, nope. cradling the heads of, like, his <laughs> nope. dead friends during war. It's, Sasuke's got the shit beat out of him, and Naruto's like, no. <laughs> I think that's really the thing about AMVs from this time period, too, is that, like, there's so many... It was like a... A little bit less but still pretty like wild west where like you get really innocuous songs but it's just to like the most like action oriented or just like, yeah. like messed up like <laughs> visuals of just like yeah sasuke beat to shit or like i don't know it's just very funny it's it's very much this sense of like this is my number one favorite song in the world this is my number one favorite anime in the world and like two barbie dolls i am <laughs> smooshing them together i was called to create this and uh we got one more here. Number two. Okay. okay. Man or Machine, both song title by Gargoo. <laughs> hey, remember Chobits? This James Blunt <laughs> hit underscores a melancholy montage of scenes from this popular mid-2000s sci-fi romance series. Is that A, you're beautiful, B, goodbye to my lover, C, tears and rain, or D, so long, Jimmy? <laughs> you're beautiful by James Blunt. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm voting well, A as well. We're jumping the curve. Chad, are you on A as well? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's the most popular one. Yeah. yeah. These two were pretty easy. Um, And knowing that it's the like, uh, the, the top 100 is key to a lot of these. Yeah, truly. Because there was, this was a heavy time period, as I learned today, for bands that like had basically one single go off. And yeah. then, like, the rest of the album, nobody knew about it. Um, the one that really sticks out to me about that, like, where, like, the rest of And it's because I bought the album, and it was Vitamin C's graduation song. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. the rest of her album was shit. I'm so sorry to Vitamin C. <laughs> sure. You're probably gone now. It, yeah. it was bad. I never heard the rest of the album, and I, but I 100% believe that. I owned it. I bought it with my own money that I earned from working at a grocery store. And it was not good. The only good song on it was the graduation song. Everything else was mid as hell. Everything else is mid as hell. Sometimes you got to pay fifteen ninety nine plus U.S. tax for uh, graduation. <laughs> Essentially, a, a, a casingle. Right. <laughs> um, number three with a lot of fluff. Lot of fluff. Number okay. three song title. So just the song title by okay. BB underscore Rightwell. Tragic or sorry, tense scenes of Spike Spiegel's past and his <laughs> former lover play out, underscoring the subtle longing. Of this energetic Gnarls Barkley hit. Is that A, who cares? B, online. C, crazy. Or D, gone, daddy, gone. C, crazy. C? I mean, it seems like it's probably crazy, but it's crazy. (laughs) It's it's the most popular one. (laughs) We're killing it. This is the best we've ever done in like, a game. Also, if it's Julia and Spike, yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it fits. If it it's fits Julia really well. and Spike, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's valid. <laughs> now, this next one, though, I think you're going to have to... This is where we're going to... The gloves are coming off, which is ironic <laughs> that I should say it like that. Because this is the video One Piece, A Pirate Duel by Goku's Soul. 
One struggles to find a connection between Panic at the Disco and One Piece. No. But this AMVer did it. They spliced scenes of Luffy's boxing match with the Foxy Pirates from this hit to this hit what? from Panic's first album. Mm-hmm. What? Okay. Now, is that A, the only difference between martyrdom and suicide is press coverage? B, I write sins, not tragedies. C, lying is the most fun a girl can have without taking her clothes off. Or D, Camisado. Okay, I know it's not D because Camisado didn't top like didn't chart like I'm, that. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a guess for B, but I'm not a hundred percent on this. <laughs> what a wild, what a wild. Why is it the the boxing match? If anybody no doesn't idea. know this, I have no idea. If you have no there idea, let me. Uh, I, I'm the One Piece guy, so let me let me just clue you in. I didn't know they had shooters. I didn't know this arc had shooters. Imagine for a moment. Uh, you know Monkey D. Luffy. He's the stretchy, fun pirate who gets really serious sometimes. Imagine if he had like a big afro uh, and boxing gloves, and he's fighting um, uh, a cartoon character, basically, uh, whose his name is Foxy. That's all you, That's need, all you to need to know. know. I'm gonna go see. It's not a very yeah. I I don't know if the tone matches so, here. So Chad, I heard C from you. Is that yeah, correct? I'm gonna go see. Uh, Stevie, what was yours? I feel like it's I write sins not tragedies because that was the most popular. <laughs> How about you, Max? I, I did. That was mine as well. B. Okay. It was I write sins oh, not tragedies. God. That makes thank sense God, because I was like, very, haven't it, you people ever heard of closing, <laughs> closing the goddamn, goddamn door? door? That one fits the best too. <laughs> It it does fit the best, but I was gonna also like I am a bitch who was like, especially when you were like Camisados, like I know exactly what that song is, and it's not that. It's not that, yeah. I I've also like when it came to like the Fallout Boy panic discourse, I fell onto the I fell into the panic camp, and I'm still I'm, I'm less now because Brandon's Brandon, but I'm a huge Panic at the Disco person. Like I love Panic because I was really in the pocket for Panic at the Disco. I've listened to that album in particular 100 plus times. I cannot believe that 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 CD can still play in a car the way that I play (laughs) that CD because I play that CD all the goddamn time. Like I I love it. It's so interesting to me that you mentioned Fall Out Boy. Let's go. Because here's number five. Inuyasha and Yu Yu Hakusho Let It Out by (laughs) Chibster. Let's go. A crossover? Let's Two go. shows come together in one AMV. Inuyasha and Yusuke Yurameshi are both rebellious types who don't like being bossed around. And that comes through in this breakthrough hit from Fall Out Boy's second album. Ooh. Is that A, Sugar We're Going Down? B, Nobody Puts Baby in the Corner? C, Dance Dance? Or D, Of All the Gin Joints in the World? Damn, I forgot they did that song. Fuck. Hmm. Mm. This is a tough one. Yeah, we're deliberating here. This is a really tough one because I feel like there's one that fits better here. So, but... wait. So, the what was the first one? Um, Sugar, We're Going Down. Oh, down, 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 down. Sugar, We're Going Down. Still a pretty good song. And then that one. It's one of my favorites. That's D. What's C? That D was of all the gin joints in the world. Dance Dance is on the list, though. It's C. Dance Dance is C. Mm-hmm. Wait, which ones of all the Jinjoids? How does that one go? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. I don't remember yeah. either, but I, uh, yeah, I'd have to. I feel like I know it and I don't know how it goes. I've got my guess, though. I'm guessing A. Okay. We've got an, a guess for A. Sugar, we're going down. Stevie, Chad. Yeah. I would think Sugar, we're going down. I mean, the, okay. like, that was the most popular one. I'm going to go Dance Dance. 
Yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I, that's what I'm See? between as well. That one, oh, but okay. I'm sticking with A. I'm a stick. I'm a stick. Yeah. The gap widens. Stevie and Max pull ahead one more Ooh. with Sugar. We're going down. Oh, I just, I just got to keep I going mean, with the most. Po- I mean, at the same town, they were both really popular at the same time. Yeah. That one yep, was yep. actually hard. Okay, Newlands. What a great, what a good time for music to me. I don't right, know, man. Right. Like I know that, like if you look yeah. too closely at the lyrics of these songs, it's like, but the sound. To me, you so did happen cool. to dive into the two real bands that I did listen to <laughs> the most during this time period. Outside of again, you know, the wonderful works of uh, Final no, Fantasy no, VII, no, etc. For me, it was Sonic the Hedgehog. I had a Sonic the Hedgehog CD, oh, not Sonic <laughs> CD, but like a, a, an OST of Sonic and the mm-hmm. ch- the children at school. Oh, the the mean things they said. To now, me. when you say Sonic the Hedgehog, are you saying like you had uh, like the original like Sega Genesis Sonic One and Two music, or was this a Crush Forty album? It it was about half and half because it was the like twentieth anniversary or the tenth anniversary or whatever it was, okay. something like that. This was uh this was my uh, being in a ska band period. So I listened to like three things, which was. Classical music from Avon Kellyan, uh, and then punk and ska. <laughs> Hell yeah! So, Let's Chad. See. Hell yeah, Chad! I almost did an all ska round because I know <laughs> yeah. you have that. His that would be very cruel. Oh, what was I listening to in 2006? I was in, definitely listening to Panic. I was listening to Panic. I was listening to Pink. I was listening to a lot of Pink. Mm-hmm. Um, Janet Jackson, and um, oh my God, does anybody remember or know the Mars Volta? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, God, yeah. Yes. Okay, apparently yeah. I listen to more music than I than yeah. I than I let on. I've got to go find my old burned what's CDs. What's that one? What's that one they made that's about the Shining or what? Oh yeah, yeah. I can't remember, but yes. Cassie loves that one. Mm-hmm. So like, I listened to a lot of that. So I was listening to a lot of like. Jared Leto was in that band. Yeah, he was. The sorry, what? No, Jared Leto was the lead singer for the Mars. That's thirty seconds to Mars. That's thirty seconds to Mars. That's thirty seconds to Mars. Completely different band. Mars Volta. Mars Volta is like a math rock band. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh God, let's just let's move on so we can forget that embarrassing thing just happened to me. It was a different time. Number six. Number six, DBZ Gorillas by Betsy369. All right. Bet you can't guess what band wrote this song. <laughs> uh, it's mellow, toned down beat. The monkeys. <laughs> it's mellow, toned down beat pairs surprisingly well with the carnage of the Cell games and Gohan's final confrontation with their eponymous showrunner. Was that A, Dirty Harry? B, Demon Days? C, Last Living Souls, or D, Feel Good Inc. You said mellow. Mellow, toned down. But you said Dirty Harry was A? Yeah. What album are you using? This is um, Demon Days. Album from the Dirty album Harry Demon was Days. on Demon Days? Are you thinking of Clean Eastwood? Yeah, I'm thinking of Clean Eastwood. Thank you. I was doing the same thing for a second. I was like... I was like, hold on. <laughs> that's not yeah, because that song's from days. yeah, that song's from like ninety. From the self title, the self title album. Yeah, I was like, no, that's from two thousand one. I was like, that's wrong. No, we're good. I was thinking of Clint Eastwood. Thank you. Damn, that's the same person in the same movie though, isn't it? <laughs> Shit, I didn't even think about that. Make you think. Damn. Um, but you said mellow. Hmm. I don't know if it helps to imagine cell blowing stuff up <laughs> while you while you think about this music. What were the tracks again? <laughs> It's helping a lot. Yeah, what were the so it's it's Dirty Harry, 
Okay. Demon Days, Last Living Souls, and Feel Good Incorporated. It's not Feel Good Ink. Feel Good Ink bops too much. Feel, feel Good Ink's a bop. I'm, I'm actually going to disagree and guess Feel Good Ink. Feel Good Ink was the most popular, along with Dirty Harry. So I'm going to go with Dirty Harry. Okay. I'm going to go Feel Good Ink. It's Feel Good Ink. Damn it. Boppy, isn't it? Or am I thinking of Demon Days? It is, but there's there it, 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 there are chill pieces of it. I would say I it's think. fairly mellow in the oeuvre of the gorillas. Yeah, I mean, it's fairly especially mellow. like the Demon Days era. A lot of the a lot of the tracks are just it, yeah, specifically more in the Demon Days. Yeah, but that's true. It, it's it's, it's all subjective, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, no, because there's a difference between, <laughs> for example, like Clint Eastwood and Every Planet We Reach is Dead. And like okay, yeah, the entire, yeah, fair. And the entire humans album, like that's not the same because I mean the entire the 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 first song's chorus on humans is the sky's falling, baby, shake that ass. The sky all time. The sky's falling, baby, shake that ass till it crash. That's the first. Come on, that is a box. Speaking of which, <laughs> our last non-tie break question number seven: Mayamo Luna by Dark Zirconia. Your name is Moon. Great. I'm proud of you. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did I say Luna? Mayamo Yuna by <laughs> oh, Dark Zirconia. Your name's Yuna. Cute. That's great. Uh, this is a Final Fantasy X AMV. I don't know why they still call it an AMV, but it's an AMV. It's hard to imagine Lady Yuna shaking it like Shakira, but this <laughs> amv has asked us to do exactly that. <laughs> Scenes of Sending are set to the virile beat of this song from Shakira's seventh album, Oral Fixation Volume 2. Is this A, Costume Makes the Crown, B, Hey You, C, Your Embrace, or D, Hips Don't Lie? Oh, it's Hips Don't Lie. It's hipster. It's- I also unfortunately <laughs> have to give it to hipster Deep. lie begrudgingly. <laughs> yeah, just like I'm yeah. gonna have to go find this. This is so upsetting. So yeah, yeah, it's great because it really is just. <laughs> It really is just Yuna doing the sending dance to Shakira's hips don't lie. No ma- it's pretty and fucking incredible. No what's going on? Yuna still dances. She dances. <laughs> she <laughs> thinking about that. She dances. I was because you know what? I would have. I would have. She's caved. throwing it back. I would have caved if She Wolf was on that list. <laughs> There's a She Wolf in your closet. You all did great. Thanks, Max. You're the winner this round. Good job. Unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) This is not one I I ever walk in ready to win. Uh, If if it came to a tie break, I also selected Life in the Fast Lane, which is an AMV to initial D that is not to the song Life in the Fast Lane. It's... Fuck off. It's Life is a Highway by Rascal Flatts. But is it the Rascal Flatts cover of the Cars? Because that one's like... It's from the fucking Cars album. Wow. It's, the, it's the Cars cover. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so funny for That's initial the, D. That is the only cover I like. I was in a production of Big Fish. I was at a production of Big Fish and I, we were... Whoa. Um, we went because my, my partner worked on it. And so we were watching it and there's a song in the first act that has the same BPM as the Rascal Flats cover of Life is a Highway. And reflexively, I started humming it next to him and he fell into Life my arms like he had a seizure. He was like, no, I can't unhear it now. So there's a Big Fish song that sounds like Life is a Highway. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were saying Big Fish, the fucking the Tim Burton 
No, the musical, the musical adaptation of the movie, which is the adaptation of the book. And the, and the music isn't real big fish. <laughs> no, no, no. It's uh, like, disappointingly. It's like I'm just going to connect every piece here as we. It's like Americana country. So lots of banjos. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, it's mid. It's mid music and I don't recommend it really. Well, thank you all for playing this mid music game with me. No. Um, Stellar. No, no. No, this was a top 100 <laughs> a t- music game. Oh, somewhere, somewhere in there. Oh, <laughs> somewhere between mid and top 100. <laughs> it was, you know, Billboard top 50. Easy. Easy. And easy. you know what's easy? Talking about Shin Shan. You a lie. I guess. You are the sluttiest <laughs> thing a man can easy. do. Sluttiest thing. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, so yeah, we watched three episodes, two episodes of Shin Chan. It feels like we watched uh, 17, 18 episodes of Shin Chan. We did watch seven small episodes of Shin Chan. It was so many. And again, I it's hard to do a summary. Ironically, it's really hard to do a summary when the stories are seven minutes long, but I tr- I did my best. And uh this is what I came up with. Episode one opens on a frank discussion of money. Shin goes on Spike to protest his mom's stingy no allowance policy. It doesn't work. And Georgie suggests he may move on to step two, blackmail. Shin's empty threats fall on deaf ears, though. Later, Shin rebukes a girl at school, invoking her admirer Mazo's wrath. Shin misinterprets things, though, and thinks Mazo is in love with him. He goes to the teachers for advice to no avail. Ultimately, Shin buries the hatchet with his friend, and the teachers offer varying degrees of support for Maso's quote-unquote lifestyle. In Act 3, Shin gets sick and has a fever dream. He's menaced by a living flame until his hero action bastard intervenes, and they attempt to escape through a number of outlandish scenarios. Episode 2 starts off about allowance again. This time it's Dad who wants more money for Mom. He joins his son in protest, but Mom doesn't budge. That is, until she finds his wallet and sees how broke he is. Next, Shin falls for an action bastard slash green pepper sausage cross promo. The meat is bad. Undeterred, Shin attempts to earn proofs of purchase by helping to sell sausages at the convenience store. Next up is a quick story about Shin's baby sister Hima and a check-in with the principal who lives an extensive double life as the superhero Enchman. He walks in on a domestic violence situation in progress at Shin's place just in time to change a dirty diaper and then leave. And that's the long and the short of it. Oh boy. Sure was a lot of something. I have never seen you look so annoyed to have to do a recap ever, Newland. I mean, it's <laughs> like, like so I said, it's annoyed. hard for, for the one reason. It's also hard because like... <laughs> This show, does it just, the question that I have for you all, mm-hmm. does it justify its own existence? No. Really? no. <laughs> like. <laughs> no, no, this is a, this is a, a true bastardization of a different show that it, it was, it, you know, just for the sake of making some Adult Swim era 2006 jokes. Right. And like, we were talking in the last Shin Chan episode about like how the Vitello dub does this thing where it just puts references in mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. F- f- gratuitously and yeah. we did i we i wish they were as judicious with their references as the vitello did <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. like this was this was like this made that look like 
good television. <laughs> here's the thing. That about, was the thing that got me. Go ahead. Tara, sorry. Please. Here's the thing about this. It's like, yeah, it's like that era of Adult Swim, but it's like the opposite end of that era. Because on the other side, you had like, you had like Tom Goes to the Mayor and like Tim and Eric and like Squidbillies yeah. and yeah. Aquatine. Aquatine. And those were all written yes. like sitcoms. Like there's A plots, B plots. You had like a storyline through the, this is like bad improv sketch comedy. Like, and like, <laughs> it's just like, this, it's, this is the sort of thing that like people, not that I'm trying to defend either of these shows, like in terms of their humor or whatever, this is the, this comes off to me the way that like people that accuse like family guy and Simpsons of being like devoid of humor. It's, it's doing that. Like, yes. yeah. Yes. Yeah. This, this is, this is what people are talking about. Uh, when they reference, reference that show being devoid of anything because yes. that's what this is actually looks like if you were really to just make that show it's this right. and it's nothing this show yeah. is nothing nothing like the thing that kills me too is that i usually like and suggest like to people who like to have like snippets of animes like things that are vignette style so like Agretsuko, sure. even though like Agretsuko is only sure. Agretsuko has gotten longer in seasons. Like every season, their episodes have gotten longer. But the first couple of seasons, they were fifteen minute episodes apiece. Way of the mm. House Husband, multiple vignettes in a twenty minute span. Um, Scissor Seven, um, multiple vignettes usually, or like they're fifteen minute episodes, right? Uh, like they're short. Mm, right. I could not, in good faith, suggest Shinchan because if nothing else, the vignettes. Plot wise, they don't go anywhere. They literally don't go anywhere. And like, sometimes, okay, this was the part where I was like, "What are we doing?" When we got to the beginning of the second episode, and it's it's clearly just the same plot line as the first ep is like the first part of the first episode. Yes. Like literally opens on the ending of the last one. Right. And there's been you so could have much made a full episode here. Yes, yes, this could have been a full episode of television that they that they chunked together. Right. And I don't know, Max. You said you went back and watched the original Japanese. Yeah. Is it broken up like this? Is it like vignettes, or is it like an, a thirty minute episode of television that tells one contiguous story? The pieces that I watched did seem to be, uh, I would say, broken up into smaller pieces. Like there were vignettes, but there were some longer pieces as well. So okay. I'm not, knowing how long the run of that show is, and I just randomly grabbed a couple of pieces out of the middle of it to watch in Japanese. I can't say how representative it was, mm. but absolutely, there's more to it than this. Like, <laughs> yeah, because a hundred percent. Well, because the other thing is that, like, the fact that you can tell, especially the allowance how it it is so obviously part of the same episode from like the individual visual gags of oh yeah yeah um yeah. uh shin right. with the the he he has this little headband on that says hisatsu which is like certain death or like killing blow uh, versus <laughs> in in the second episode where his dad is wearing one that says uh, i think it was like uh apushiru uh which or apushiro which is something like uh i i, I had trouble with this one but i think it was something like like raise the price or like yeah you it's know, like it's sort it's, of like give me more yeah, it's money like, it's up bushiro which is like um it's just like up like make it go up like literally yeah it's yeah. a command form okay, like that make makes it go sense up. like like raise it yeah exactly raise it <laughs> okay 
like yeah it was a thing i was and that was sloppy because i was like how are you gonna make this the beginning of the second episode this could have just been the first two vignettes this is just sloppy editing truly are you are you telling me that like shin has been upset about his allowance this whole time because my brain <laughs> right. is like my brain demands there to be something to hold on to you know like i'm yeah. i'm desperately seeking some kind of connective tissue yes like at least time, like certain if things are going to recur, then I need to feel that time pass and we need to mark that passage of time with dialogue or something descriptive. Yeah. And like they just and because they don't, it's like really horrible. Um, yes, the this somehow dialogue wise was worse than the Vitello dubs for me because it was just like every like other nostalgic line. for Vitello. Oh, yes. Like every other line was an innuendo. Like I just stopped writing them. I just started. I yeah. just screamed every yeah. time. It, it, not even innuendo. I feel like it, it, there's a certain there. There was a ton of innuendo, but a lot of it was even just like nakedly referencing something that's like edgy. Like I'm dropping in a line about Viagra or crystal meth right. or yes. heroin. Yes. Or you know, or just, just straight up being offensive. Like yeah. yeah, 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 and like oh yeah, offensive humor. Yeah, and, and like literally like the first line of the episode that of episode Ugh. one is an anti-semitic yeah. is just... an anti-semitic joke yes yeah i remember that's what that's where i had to pause and get up for a few minutes and i'm like okay <laughs> i need to i need to take a lap come back and steal myself for what i'm about to watch right. after that i i literally on my notes on my page here i put down yikes yep. and put an underline under it and just started to keep tallies um yes and there's a lot here and it's <laughs> like we're throwing them in where it doesn't even make sense to mm-hmm. Like the, I'm thinking of the, the one that would have been funny. Uh, the, the one where Shin's trying to get a bunch of, he's trying to buy a lot of sausages so he can get a toy, which, Mm -hmm. Hey, look, that's funny. All right. Yeah. (laughs) The underlying storyline and gag here is pretty good and relatable. Like I can see the episode that this was. And then like literally the cartoon is like there's an evil villain guy and he has a laser and they translate it as an anima bee. Yes, he was like <laughs> for Mr. no anima. like. There's no support for this. It literally is just we're saying these things that Dr. are funny anima. because they're transgressive. Yes, I think, yeah. and like there's no reason for us to say that. I think that's Mm-mm. in the in the visual gag. That's the other thing about this is like, you know, even if the original and I haven't seen much of the original like at all. You know, even if it is broken up into vignettes, probably not in the same way as these episodes, you know, the writing, the the people that wrote those episodes were writing like out like an episode and it wasn't, they weren't just like trying to cram in jokes into a pre-existing like set of animation, like around a story that's playing out that they have to like maneuver around to get their jokes in. So it would automatically just probably be improved by just, you know, the actors and the writing team being on board with each other. Yes. Yeah, like, oh, I don't know, having a story and following it all to the end. Yeah, it's crazy. I just, that was the, that was the worst. I did not like the casual drug use references, especially because there was some that I did not even know. I was like, hold on, why did we call it heroin that in the early 2000s? (laughs) Damn, okay. They they may have just made it up too. um, Like, who knows? Like. Yeah, right. And I was just like, what? Um, She dead ass tells Shin Chan to his face that she wished she had aborted him. I was like, fuck. Like she does. She was like, I should have gotten that abortion. I was like, well, at least you're progressive. I don't know. But yeah, at, at one point she asked, is it too late? <laughs> she's pro choice. Yeah, yeah. it's too late to I was like, well, at least you're pro choice. I'm like, I mean, at least you, you had to, yeah, I didn't have to say it. You already did say fuck them kids. I was just like, wow. <laughs> she tends to feed chocolate to the dog. 
The dog, which uh, oh, man. is called, yeah, they, who they, they call Whitey. <laughs> they call him Whitey. Because this is, again, going back and watching the 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 original, the, the dog's name is White. It's Shiro. But it's like, just, don't do this. Because yeah. <laughs> the Vitello this. dog calls him Spot, I think. Or just Sparky, like very Sparky something or very Sparky, like a very generic name. dog yeah. name. Yeah. Uh, very localized. Oh, wait. I can probably tell you. But keep going. Lucky. His name was Lucky. Lucky, yeah, go. exactly. D- dog name. Yeah. Um, whew, man, uh, let's, let's go ahead and uh, while I'm staring at the, the yikes meter, this second episode or the second vignette in the first episode oh, of very wrong engagement. Oh, man. This episode, oh, like, let's, man. let's, let's Oof. take it. Let's talk about so this So this one. was the one, this was the one where I wrote a kiss that's like the best thing a girl can blow. Cause that happened a lot. Like it was a lot of these like DJ Khaled S references to fellatio <laughs> and like sex. There was one where like, I did say that. I think it was episode two where it was like, Oh wow. Shin Chan's pulling a DJ Khaled. Cause I think he said, she doesn't go down on anything when they're protesting in the kitchen. And I was yeah. like, wow. Yeah. Okay. You- those were okay. Those, those were like okay, the most okay like, innuendos I saw. Th- those are orbiting what a joke might be. Right. Yes. <laughs> but this was a terrible episode. This episode was like the height of um, somebody being gay is a a, a joke, right? Yes. Um, where it's just like, let's drop in as much as we can with the, the gay dar. They literally drop in a don't ask, don't tell joke yes, into do. this, which oh sucks. And, and like, um, it was so poorly timed. Like yes. you could feel them stretching to be like, where can we put this? Right. Uh-huh. It was the, the the narrator coming in with one fabulous day later, like all this stuff that's just like even for 2006 must have been so hackneyed and tired at that point. Yeah. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was re- yeah. it was relentless. It was it was truly relentless. Yeah. It didn't stop like the casual homophobia about it all. They really said the first thing they say when they take Shin Chan's entire thing, you know, they assume like, you know, homo like a homosexual you know they assume yeah. this they assume yeah. homosexuality um the the first thing they say is well Maso's always been a little sensitive i was like wow toxic masculinity is coming mm. for all of y'all a five-year-old a five-year-old boy can't <laughs> he's cry in kindergarten he's literally a kindergartner like what i'm sorry boys be crying more than girls do in kindergarten <laughs> And also one of the teachers, like one of the punchline <laughs> jokes, uh, one of the like in huge scare quotes punchlines oh. was a teacher just going homo. I hated that. Oh, that was. They do it three oh, times, yeah. I think, in the episode. It's like the only that. thing she says in the episode. Oh, that one was gross. I hated that a lot because it was like the way that it was acted was like the person thought they were being funny. And I was it brought like, me back to high school. It really did. Yeah, like, oh, I was yeah, like, oh, this, oh, this, uh, this is exactly like the tone and uh, like how that how those jokes were thrown around so much. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Lord, because it was just it was exhausting to kind of have to constantly deal with it because it wasn't it wasn't funny. You know, it wasn't like Shakespeare mistaken identity as funny shit. It was like literally the worst game of who's on first I've ever fucking seen played in my life. <laughs> like. Do y'all think the the uh, the teacher like saying that over and over? Do you think that was a written thing, or do you think that the actor like they were like you just need to fill time here or whatever? God, it's hard to say. I don't know. Yeah, it it, it's hard to way. tell what's written here and what's as it's you put right. it, Chad. Bad improv. <laughs> bad improv. Yeah. 
that could that feels like it could be improvised or it was like we need to you have to say something that's going to make because like you said they're dubbing to already made animation you this character has to say something that makes the other the other adults look at her you know side eye like side eye her right and i'm just like what if a whole show was adr like what if it was just a bunch of people adding in a a gag they thought of last minute yeah because like you said there's no joke there like no yeah there's nothing Nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. nothing. And the oh, this was another one that really shocked me. And that was the thing that really got me a lot about this these two episodes and this and this dub is the way that they casually like it's not even casually like some of those like little side comments that just kind of fly by really fast tend to generally be some of the worst stuff like the little girl who um the little girl who casually mentions that like her her father like beats her mom like that was insane like oh yeah yeah there was multiple casual domestic violence like comments in these two episodes and i was like that's that's a lot that's a lot i looked that up and that's apparently a thing they just made that character into that's like the running gag of her character it's so oh that's yeah, that's like yeah. through the whole oh, dub God. yeah to de- i read Ugh. that wikipedia it was like to describe like to 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 essentially to establish like why we never see that character's dad right the assumption is that he like stays at home and he beats his beats her mom good hmm. stuff Woo-hoo, so much fun like hilarious jokes about like throw it away throw the throw the whole production team away throw them all away straight to the dumpster <sighs> do not pass i want to give a shout out there was one thing what? that I found charming, mm-hmm. and that was the almost entirely silent episode <laughs> about Shin's baby sister. That was my favorite episode. The baby sister I was I did like episode. that, because that you one. can't really do anything to that, because no. it is right. just a visual gag about a baby. Other than a couple of references to your parents' sex tapes. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, that was awkward. Some- <laughs> that was that was probably the only funny joke. That was probably the only funny joke because for for a person for for us who were raised with the concept of a VHS tape. A VCR, and the, VCR yeah. And the, and the joke of taping over something you know, that was the, you know, that's a running joke where somebody's, you know, high school prom will be absolutely, or high school graduation will be taped over either with something else or some, something funny or something unsavory or whatever. So it was like, that was a funny joke for me because it's like, yep, there was probably Ricky Lake on there and now it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was also the only joke that had like an ounce of subtlety because it was yes. like, you can't watch those or else you might have to like go to therapy. Like this <laughs> right. is, I- I'm not going to directly say what's on these tapes. I'm going to imply something here. Right. Which yeah. for yeah. this, for this dub. Wow. What a, what a show of restraint. <laughs> which right. is not like, I don't think Shin Chan is the, like the base material. I don't think it's, n- I, I would think you would be a little remiss to suggest that it's a very subtle show. Yeah. No. You know? no. Um, like, it, we're not dealing with what I thought Shin Chan would be, you know, which is mm-hmm. the like kind of nice, slow, toned down slice of life that just happens to be about a talking mm-hmm. baby. But like, it's a little bit rude. It's a little bit crude. He's the kid with attitude, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> they got that part right. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I don't know. It feels like they turned it up to 10 in a yeah. way that is like gratuitous. Yes. Yeah. Because that's the thing. It's one thing to have an ill-mannered kid, like we were saying in the first episodes, where it's like the original concept of this, because like, yes, the Vitello dub, they were like, do whatever you want, and they joked it, right? But they actually kind of got pretty close to the mark on like, even though they probably, whatever they did, they did, you know, lightly. But like, as we learned that even the original Japanese version was still like, 
a kid who was a bit of an asshole, a precocious yeah. child. Kind of shitty. Who kind yeah. Of sucked. I mean, like, there's so, no getting around yeah, it. Yeah, he sucked. He was a kind of shitty kid. He's always been a kind of shitty kid in his original iteration. So it's like, yes, but yeah, I'm with you, Max. I did not think it was going to be things like domestic violence, like call outs. Um, I'm not having my eggs scraped again, kind of lines. <sighs> That happened in the last, the second episode. Yeah, she said that. You know, there was a really terrible sexual assault joke that dropped as well. Like, Mm -hmm. that is probably not in the original Japanese because some of that stuff I was like, oh, okay. Some of the stuff, it's like you couldn't put this on television. No, you couldn't. You could not do this. Like, even though we've regressed a little bit from like, you know, 2019, 2020, but like, you still could not put a lot of these jokes on television in 2023 and like i mean obviously the kid dick is right out that's not going on tv (laughs) right Uh, (laughs) like i'm i'm shocked that was there uh in the fever dream episode yes Um, that was that was gross like the fever dream episode was i think the hardest one for me to watch not just because of like how tasteless it was but like just when you throw away the plot after mm-hmm. you've already thrown away like everything else, it's like this is just a sequence of scenes. Like this is just <laughs> a sequence of mid to bad jokes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. The only things that I liked out of the Fever Dream episode was just honestly, to a degree, just being able to hear action bastard again because <laughs> that was just that tickled my brain. That is a fu- okay. That's a I like funny action name. Bastard. I'm gonna action give. Bastard. I'm gonna give it to Action Bastard. A point goes to Action Bastard just for being Action Bastard. <laughs> one point name. to Action. One point. Um, and the and the one the one joke with the cord that was like OSHA approved or something like that. It's a, yeah, he, a, a cord comes out of his belt and anchors into the ground. It says like for OSHA compliance. Yes. I'm like okay, that was that's a joke. That was good. <laughs> And I am a child, Congrats. so I did like you fire one. You did, you did yeah. one. I should have kept a jokes tally. Um, and it would have been like the, the balance between yikes and jokes would have yes. uh, whew, not in their favor. Flame broiled bitch. I am going to use that on somebody who sits That's too not long bad. in the summer. That it's was a pretty bad. good. That was a pretty good one. I'm going I'm to get a white girl with that this summer. <laughs> Believe you me. I'm going to get one. Um, but I'm, I also I know did you will. like, I will. <laughs> I'm making them good. And then I also liked fire farts. I just liked the concept of farting fire. I thought that was very funny. That was a really Again, they didn't just make up that animation. That's no, somewhere in the original that show. That was somebody else, but still, I was just like, okay, those. But I truly, if you did a joke counter, like an actual ha-ha joke counter, you would not have to. It it's would be one a, per episode, a maybe. smaller tally. <laughs> I do think there was a piece here that was added in, though. Um, did you all see the, um, uh, let me check my notes here, which one it was. The, um, the horsey poo park yes. with the statues yes. of the, the horse shitting and, and like that yeah. felt, it looked that? very added in yes. <laughs> like, oh, we rewrote this really funny line. What if the park is called the, the horsey poo park? And then we <laughs> drew and did, they did so much work for this. Non gag for nothing. Shin Chan. I just like how the community like so excited about this. So mad. Y'all mad. I'm just like, whoa, this was. If our bad. listeners make us watch this fucking anime, <laughs> do not vote for this <laughs> Don't for vote season for three. Oh, why was the principal not white? Like, why did he have a whole accent like that? They made him like Spanish, I felt like. Like Spain Spanish. What was it like? What did they say in the Wikipedia? Was it like Peruvian or something? They said something. 
It was something weird, like but that. Yeah. I assume because the person who did the voice just could do an accent. So they were like, just do that. Yeah. Do a funny yeah, accent is funny probably accent. what they told them. It was I, uh, that was that was probably the direct the the voice direction for that. Yes. Yeah. The other thing here, and and this is also them just pulling from the the, the first episode, the Vitello dub and the original actually kind of do a pretty funny thing with the principal, which is to make him a cri- an ex criminal. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of fu- like there's a gag there. There's stuff you can go with, and I don't know why for the the second episode of this fake dub they decided to pull from somewhere in this series where he's a superhero and. And okay, what is it? Maybe I'm just missing what the offensive joke here is, but they call him Enchman. I think it's a play on henchman. That's that was my. And then Shin can make what? jokes about his weenie being small and yeah. call him Inchman. Yeah, I call him Inchman and Stenchman, but I didn't like Enchman was nothing. I think they saw an E on the chest and they were like, I don't know what the fuck to do here, guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, we we already, you, we already used Dr. Anima. Right. Like, <laughs> so we're out of E words. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm going to look it up, though. I don't think it's anything. Nope, I just get henchmen. That's the first. Yeah, I just think it's a joke on hench- on henchmen. And I'm being pretty generous here. I'm I'm giving them that. I'm allowing them to. I'm, I'm being like, okay, I see what you're doing, even though I don't know if that's what they were doing. Yeah. But I'm going to proceed as though that's what they were doing. Yeah. At least it's something. One of the things that uh, I thought it was kind of a, a weird choice for them to keep was like um, Shinchan's like uh, predilection for uh, mishearing things. Like, why keep that characteristic out of all the other? Because they they use it for him to like mishear the yeah. offensive stuff as like innocuous stuff. When I am pretty sure I don't know in the original dub, it probably goes both ways. But like, why keep that? Like, you're not keeping any of the other characterizations. Yeah, right. Uh, so <laughs> wait, what's the name of the yep. principal's name? Because I'm looking oh, it up, and I got like I got well, I got more specific, like when looking it up, and it's saying that his name is Principal Ench, like E N C H. Oh, okay. Okay, so, so it's like, just if his, it, name. If it's his it name. It's his name. It's his name. Okay. In the so. original show, his name is Bunta Takakura. Okay. Huh. Okay, but yeah, Chad, like what you were saying, it's like. <sighs> It feels to me watching this like, it, it, and this is calling into like everyone has been recommending the ghost stories dub because <laughs> oh, no. it's famous. It's this famous gag dub, <laughs> and like oh, no. <laughs> it feels to me like what happened here was everybody was just throwing spaghetti at the wall. Like yeah. they were literally doing basically whatever they wanted, and I I think that that was probably fun. It was probably fun to make this, but. I don't think it's as fun to watch as it was to make. You know, like I'm sure they had a good time in the booth. But yeah, I feel like this is that same era of what was it? Uh, most extreme elimination yes, challenge, yes. right? This like, is exactly. Oh, that. let's take this wacky, crazy Japanese show yeah. and just throw a bunch of shit all. Over. When it's like oh. Takeshi's Castle is cool. Takeshi's Castle say, is like a fun show. I was gonna say like that where they dub, they just they made it into a it. real show later on here in America. Like they yeah, they, they right. completely stole that idea for American game shows a decade and a half later. Yeah. Yep. Because it, it, it completely rips. Get a bunch it's of big so props awesome. and have people so slapped cool. by big stuff and fall into a big pit full of mud. I was, I was, it kicks ass. Just play it so straight. I was so bummed at Wipeout not being as good, honestly. I was like, Wipeout, yeah. Wipeout, you had- They're pulling punches. They don't want people to get hurt. When like, Takeshi's Castle was like, you're going to get hurt. No, Takeshi's Castle was like, we yeah. have medics. Here they are. Like, at you might the break beginning your leg of every episode, this. they were Sign like, this waiver. medics. You can see them off, like, just barely out of frame. Like, come on. They were like, you're going to get fucked up today. 
You're gonna work for this money. <laughs> you're not gonna have fun. It's gonna be, you're gonna make a good TV show, but you're not gonna have fun. Right. Today. America's like we can get sued here. We know what healthcare is like in this country. <laughs> in a country with universal healthcare, everyone can go play yeah, Takeshi's Castle. Get, you know? Takeshi's Castle. No, but yeah. So it's just like that's a big thing too. Like it just it's 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 trying to be like we need a we need a non-Western answer to South Park, and it's like sorry. Yeah. This feels like very much what we've done here on Anime Club so much is look at localization through this lens of how was uh, an American culture introduced to these pieces of media. And this feels like the first time that a truly dark version of this that is just like absolutely like, hey, what if we localized it? In a in an evil way, like in a way that just absolutely sucks for everybody involved. Right. I really thought we were gonna get we were gonna hit this sooner. Yeah, I I expected a lot more. Um, and we've certainly like, hey, my yikes counter for the whole show definitely has a few tallies on it, but nothing like what today was. Yeah, I feel like the yikes counter from today is the same as my yikes counter from after school anime club It's generally. more. It's 100% <laughs> right. more to me. Right. Yeah. Like this was a whole season of yikes in like one episode whereas yeah. like just us going through like Tenchi it took 6 They made like to get half 50 of episodes yikes. of this, right? They made a lot. I don't they know. Made, I didn't look into still, it. Aren't they still making episodes of this? I don't know, man. I, oh no, of, of of actual original Shin Chan. I'm talking about this dub. Oh yes, they no, did. They dubbed like, like 50 episodes like, 52, like this. 50 or 50. It was like 50 or 52. Yes. It was like three seasons or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my god. Mm-hmm. Let's like uh let's name and shame some of these people, shall we? Oh boy. Because uh, I pulled up the dubbing wiki. What's his name was in this? The dude from uh, DBZ was in the first episode. Yeah, Chuck Huber. That was dad. Chuck Huber, uh, yes. who plays Android 17, turning in probably the most toned down and like least enthusiastic performance in this as yes. dad. Mm-hmm. Like kind of being the only guy who's like, oh, I don't know about this, guys. Yes. <laughs> Sabat was also in that first episode somewhere, too. Chris Sabat. Was, was. he? Mm-hmm. I oh, saw him damn. in the credits. Chris Sabat was in one of the first ones. Oh, I was shit. like, uh. Also, uh, Cynthia Cran's voice of Chi-Chi as Shin-Chan's mom, mm-hmm. uh, which like you could hear the Chi-Chi coming out a little bit. I really like her as a voice actress. Um, it's it's a shame <laughs> what happened here. <laughs> uh, and of course, we keep mentioning her, the incomparable Laura Bailey as Shin himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, sometimes... Um... Work, you know, you work for Funimation and your boss tells you to do something that you don't want to do. It has to be public. I don't know if that's the situation here, but I can see it happening. No, no. I had the worst day at work. <laughs> I had to make a bunch of off-color my bo- jokes. My in boss the voice made of- me say a lot of really bad stuff oh that might come back to haunt me in 20 so years. terrible. <laughs> I think they're all going to get off scot-free. I don't think anybody's <laughs> looking at Shin. I think we're the only people in the world who are looking at Shin-Chan right now. Yeah, no, nobody. Funimation Shin-Chan. Nobody on this side of the of the hemispheres. Nobody in this hemisphere is really giving a fuck about Shin-Chan. Yeah, no. Shin-Chan did us. not catch on in the U.S. And I want, mm-hmm. gee, I wonder why Shin-Chan <laughs> right. didn't catch on in the U.S. Oh, actually, this is sorry, this yeah. is a small ahead, sidebar, Jeff. but it's related to this. Do you all know the puppet show uh, Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt Fantasy? It's like... Puppet. Okay, oh, I, I think it's on Crunchyroll, but um, it's like a puppet. It's Taiwanese Japanese co-production. They use like 
huge marionettes. They do these like, it's like That's wuxia, gorgeous. like Chinese martial arts uh, inspired. <gasps> it's really cool. Uh, the reason I bring this up is because that same production company around this time period, maybe a little bit earlier, like like right around 1999 or something. I don't remember exactly. They had another show that they made that was also marionettes and puppets that was brought to America. And they did the same thing. They did a joke dub for it. I remember this. It was on for like three episodes. Oh, I saw this when I was a kid. Wait, what was it my, my I don't remember what that it. show was called. It's called Thunderbirds or it was yeah, something Thunderbolt like Fantasy uh, is the current one. Called? There was an older show. Thunderbolt Fantasy is the current yeah. one. But uh, man, I, I know what you were talking about. And it's killing me that I can't uh, place it. Yeah, but they did a they did a total joke dub for that too. With this like actually pretty interesting like puppet animation of like martial arts and stuff. What? What motivates? Whoa. What economic reality motivates a studio to make a joke dub? It's That's a, the question that I have. It's a glove puppetry. What? I gotta go down. I gotta go down the rabbit hole because I gotta see this. How your hands do all that shit? <laughs> it's glove puppetry. How your hands? What them fing? What them fingers do though? But what them fingers do though? <laughs> Dude, high flying wuxia kung fu fighting. Oh, that means yeah. they can do a lot of things. That means they're dexterous. I think it just speaks to this whole time period of like, this is like yeah. unusual. We're just gonna make a joke out of it. Like, that's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look how weird and wacky this th- this product of another country is. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's just what it comes down to, and how easily it can be like. We're just going to throw some lazy jokes over this. Right. Right. And allow the novelty of something that doesn't look like anything else on TV to carry it as as something that, you know, uh, kids or very immature adults might point to and say, like, oh, this is this is wild. Right. Yeah. It's not doing anything. I never feel like those things there. It's not the localization that carries them and introduces them into pe- to people and get them interested in what the actual thing is. It is the mm-hmm. action and the animation that they have dubbed over and like localized in a really slapstick fashion that makes you go, wait, what is this actually? You know? <laughs> yeah. That's a really fantastic point, Stevie, because I think when we think about Anime Club and, and we think about like your Dragon Ball Z, your Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the the shows that we have watched so far, they serve to introduce these this form of media as something legitimate and worth exploring to American audiences. Yes. And we see that journey to what it is today, which is much more legitimate, much more of a direct localization, and much more of a respect for the original. The, the, the very fact that subs versus dubs exists yeah. as such right. a, yeah, yeah. Uh, a divide even today tells us that you know these were these were taken seriously yeah. compared to to what what they've done here right is yeah. i mean like even i would yes especially with shinchan cuz i would even argue that the deek dub even tried to honor sailor moon to some degree even though they cut and sliced and diced yeah. it and added crazy ass transitions and all this stuff they still tried to honor the overarching like spirit and like the crux of what sailor moon was about they, they knew just, what they had Yes, they knew what they had, but they were they felt as though I think that they they were trying to localize to the point of to the point of overstepping because they were like, well, we're worried that it was extreme localization. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We're worried that they won't get that the viewers won't like the format, so we're going to try to make it as American or North American as possible, so it's palatable, but not necessarily because they were like, this is wrong and we need to make fun of it. It was like, yeah, but yet Sailor Moon still 
came through that a t- and what? became yeah. a force. A titan. Yeah. But I mean, like, that was the thing, right? When we accidentally watched the remakes, the re-releases, and we were like, this ain't, mm-hmm. where is all the wacky shit? Where is my, where is my... Uh... <laughs> Why do these people all have Japanese names? I thought right. this came out in 1991. Right. And we were like, but where's, where's my opening, where is my, you know... Defend. She is the one named Sailor Moon. Where's my opening theme song? And then we found the real one. We were like, oh. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, we kind of, like, over time, like, the U.S. anime industry is kind of, like, weaved through a couple different phases of, like, everything must be hardcore localized. Like, no Japanese yes. references at all. And then sort of, like, okay, we can have some of the weirder stuff, but, like, it's going to still be kind of Americanized, maybe jokey. And then it's, like... Uh, everyone loves this. We're going to do as Japanese as we can get. And then it's like, okay, that's kind of alienating for some people. We're going too hard in the other direction. Like we're just overcorrecting <laughs> right. back and forth. Yeah. Yes, yeah. For sure. That's a really good point. Like it's been a huge game of slalom with, with the way we handle this kind of thing. And I think we're in a good place. I think we're in a good place now. I don't watch a huge amount of current anime, but I know that there is like it, what's being done is now being done with a, with a lot of attention on preserving what is unique about the individual show Mm -hmm. and not always doing a great job of handling the context it arises from. But there are also Japanese anime being produced with the full knowledge that this is going to be enjoyed in the United States as well. So like it's, it's become, it has become a more international art form that still arises from a Japanese sensibility and but but is produced in the same way that like Disney knows that it's going to make X number of money in the global market with its with its big tentpole films. So they produce it with that in mind. The same thing's going on in anime right yes. now. That's you know, what I was going to say. I was like a lot of anime that I've been watching that's recent these days has really I've gotten the feeling that they have been writing and building their building the structure, like building their stories and structuring their seasons with that eye to an international audience, right? And it's not without, that's not without like getting rid of the culture because I'm thinking about things like, for example, I'm going to use it because it is, it's more for also because I love it. Ogretsuko. I'm going to say Ogretsuko versus like Yasuke, right? And that's like, that's like night and day. That's super night and day. Especially because like Yasuke was like actually partially produced by like black Americans and like, you know, like, um, Flying Lotus was on it, and like, like Keith Stanfield like produced it. So there's a lot of American influences in that. But Agretsuko, pretty Sanrio, a whole character, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still definitely it was produced by Netflix, you know. So they knew it was going to be distributed internationally, but they don't shy away from the culture, like the Japanese culture of it all. Because you know, it's this little girl who lives in this well, this red panda who lives in Tokyo. So it's very much like that kind of lifestyle and, and i've not seen much of it outside of clips but it's very like so off good. japanese office culture isn't yes. it mm-hmm. like the the like you having to go and hang out with your boss after work and like right. all those different pieces that come with the like the salary man lifestyle exactly yeah but it's still relatable on the international scale because we all can relate so they go they tend to distill down to the relatable parts even though like like the thing that mm-hmm. the thing that i love about Gretsuko is the fact that it's Partially it's because she's a Scorpio, but also because everybody can absolutely relate to 
the soul crushing job life, you know, like hell yeah, work sucks. <laughs> it sucks, work sucks, you know. And everyone can relate to the concept of keeping up appearances, so they they focus on the unifying things that can help make it broaden to a a wide reaching audience, which does. And I'm not saying because I I mean I love this shit. I mean I absolutely love this shit. Like come on, she went to Otakon multiple years. Come on, let's go. Um, but um, it's it makes like the Japanese humor of it or like, like the, like the quintessential cultural humor or the cultural references, they are easier to accept when the bigger focus, you know, from people who are, you know, people who are learning about the culture, they are easier to accept and understand when it's being focused on, well, these are the commonalities of the human condition that we're actually yeah. examining, right. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. as opposed to like Yasuke, which is like feudal, sorry, which is like feudal Japan and it's fantasy. So it's like, well, now your story has to be really fucking sick, cool, because nothing else is a we can't relate. reference. We can't relate. Yeah. And then it was, uh, it was it was written bad, and it wasn't about Yasuke at all. It was about that little girl, and I didn't care about her at least. But the music was good. <laughs> it wasn't enough. That's something. I just That's to, something. No, Kostrakt. I just wanted to know about the first black samurai. It taught me nothing. It was about a spider woman. <laughs> That's that is sad. sad. Desperately searching for something to like is, is is the sort of quintessential I'm in the 90s and watching anime feeling. Yes. <laughs> the 90s that's watching anime that's available to me as a United States citizen. Right. For sure. Or it was going to Blockbuster and hoping they had something in any sort of sequential. Oh, do they have a tree of might, please? Oh, you've just unlocked this like you've unlocked this like primal memory of when I was like I must have been in middle school. I went into like I was into like anime and stuff. And I went into this small, like, American store that specializes in, like, anime goods. And, like, this guy behind the counter was like, hey, like, you like anime? I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, we just got the new tapes of uh, Cowboy Bebop and You want that? And I was, I thought I hadn't heard of it before. And I thought about the name and I was like, that sounds dumb. I was like, no, thanks. And, like, walked away <laughs> to go look at, like, something else. I was like, no. How would you know he's like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. It's like, I don't want to watch a Western. Then, like, a couple years later, I was really into Trigon. So, what do I know? Right. Of course. (laughs) I just, I remember when I was, was it a summer? It was either a summer when I was in college. I don't know when it dropped. I have to look it up. I have no idea when it dropped. But I remember scouring the internet for this Sherlock Holmes, um, like, the Sherlock Holmes, like, mystery uh, G-O-S-I-C-K. Um, this like Sherlock Holmes like mystery anime called Gosick. Mm, yeah. It's essentially, I, it, it never dropped in the U.S. It, I, so I was like putting viruses on the computer, <laughs> trying to find these bad boys on the internet. I don't know how I found it, but I like binged it in like a week, like between, I, I think it must have been some, like college, like, but between it, it was an anime and then it dropped as a, um, yeah, it dropped as a, a as an anime twenty. Oh, so it was twenty eleven. Oh, okay. So yeah, I remember hearing right about after it. College. Yeah, it was cool, but you never. It. Oh, they did license it. Oh, it's now on Crunchyroll. Mm. I might rewatch it. I just looked down. Hey, I might rewatch it. The past. Yeah, but it's too. It's out of our. It's out of our range. So, but it was cool. But it's yeah. okay. I do think uh, what I would like for uh, I'm just putting a, a a note for the future for Anime Club. We should do a bonus episode one time that is solely focused on fan sub 
era, oh like the God. like Max? the, the oh, period man. of time where I was like, because you mentioned like having to go out and find this online. The the yes. amount of torrents I oh, I dude. I ran and seeded for uh, Newland. I'm I'm pointing at you right now and thinking about Garen Lagan. This is and- a desperate plea. If you have the Black Order. Fan Please. sub of Gurren Lagann. It's the best anime fan sub I've ever watched. It's so good. Like is that the, is that the it's one gone that was forever. like believe believe in the you believe in the me who believes in you. Yes, believe in the not, me that believes in you. Not the un. Oh, okay. So what what happened? And I've talked about this before, but I will just go ahead and reiterate it. What happened is that Bandai Namco. Bandai, for some reason, Bandai did the fucking fan, tra- did the, the official translation of Gurren Lagann. Yeah. Never will understand this. The, and what they did was they used the, the dub script for the subtitles. They just did one translation for the dub. And you know what? Production schedules are, are a mess. It's hard to do this stuff. I totally understand. But they lose so much in translation because they have, because the subtitles also have to stick to the flaps. And like, this is a show that is so energetic and so over the top and they were so conservative with the translation um that it's just it and it's i know this is fully because i watched those fan subs and that's the only reason i really have this impression i'm sure people who just watched the bandai production were like this show is great because it is a great tv show but like the fan subs were so like dripping with 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 I still remember lines from it. The like verve, I wish the I had power, the the urgency, the cool. the like colorfulness, like th- lines like uh lines I I can't even remember them. But like the it, I just I I remember watching the Bandai official release and being like, oh, this is not hitting. <laughs> this is just not hitting the same. No those DVDs are collecting dust somewhere in the back of a shelf in my yeah. In my house. Yeah, I don't have the I don't have that particular fan sub that you're talking about, but I do have one of the fan subs from that era somewhere on a hard drive in storage, assuming it hasn't failed on me already. Because that's how I watched it. Oh. And I never bought yeah. the DVDs. Yeah. Um uh. they did crazy stuff. They did like growing and shrinking words for like when stuff was important. They did colored text based on who's speaking yeah, to yeah. help you if you're if you're having a hard time with that. Like they just put a lot of work in because it was a passion project and not right. something that we were really under the gun for the yeah. way most anime production is. Yeah, this mm-hmm. um, kind of reminding me of one of my more interesting grad school, I mean, I had a lot of interesting grad school classes, but this one was particular, it was like Japanese translation. And we talked a lot about theory of translation. And uh, one of the papers we read, I don't remember who wrote it, but um, it was a really interesting chapter out of something about what he termed, quote unquote, like abusive subtitling. And he was using specifically Japanese uh, fan subs uh, or American fan subs of Japanese animation. And the idea that, you know, the translation is already a, a layer between the audience and the original. Um, and already in the yeah. making of the show that's happening with the original writing. So it's like how close in the, the ultimate theory of translation, like the, one of the main things is like, and I'm sorry, I'm getting really academic all of a sudden, but it's like, we love the, no, uh, we, we had two people nerds. with PhDs on the last episode. Oh, nice. we love the nerds. We've had a doctor on here who was looking at a planet, looking at a moon. And Go this is, it. this is exactly like my, I, I am. My my hand my my head is in my hands. I'm like, please tell me no. more about this class. Yes, we're yes, staring so. at you because we're interested. Don't don't sweat. We got you. We want to know. Okay, tell cool. 
I just, yeah, because I know sometimes I have a, ten- a tendency to ramble, so I didn't want to take over. Please. Um, Please do. You yeah, hear. but you know. We hear all the time. You and I hear all the time. Please take over. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, like, one of the dominant, like, um, you know, the dominant disciplines is um, kind of to make the role of the translator disappear. Like, you don't want to seem as if there's anything happening there. You, as the person consuming, are getting the pure experience even though you're not, because you don't understand the original language, you know, assuming you don't. Right. And so, you know, for most things, that's kind of what the goal is. And that's where stuff like localization comes in, where it's like, okay, we don't want to make anyone feel like alienated or like othered by like, you know, referencing rice balls. So we'll call them jelly donuts. Um, That sort of thing. (laughs) Um, Classic Pokemon. But then you have the school of thought that's like, well, you know, we're already mediating this experience. So it's fine to like let there be that that palpable feeling of like you're not there. You're not in the author's head. You can never know exactly what their thought process was or like what the writer really meant when they wrote this line. You can make assumptions. So playing with it is fine. And this person was proposing and that's kind of what a lot of the fan subbers in the 2000s and 2010s were doing when you, like you said with colorful text or playing with the size of the text mm-hmm. something you could do on it like when you're watching it back on a computer versus having to play it through a DVD player you can't do that sort of stuff but it's fun like it's a, it's it's engaging on another level for the viewer like the subtitlers are obviously there they're having fun with the medium and it's becoming like its own medium the medium the subtitle and so this person was uh proposing uh, some, something he termed, like I said, abusive subtitling, which is taking it a step further and having mm. being confrontational with the viewer, you know, <laughs> like really playing with them, um, inserting like jokes or like, you know, having like having like excessively long translators notes for hey, the Kaku fun of it. Planned. I was about exactly, to say that exactly. sort of stuff. <laughs> that's and that's like there's a lot of joke uh, fan subs out there for stuff like Gundu Musashi and like Black Lion and like that's what one category of abusive sub- subtitling would be. It's like, you're not getting the pure experience, but maybe you're getting a different experience through the medium of subtitles. Like, and now th- now there's this interplay between the two. Um, and I, th- I always thought that was like really interesting uh, aspect of fan subbing that hasn't really been like explored yet, or at least not like hasn't hit the mainstream. Well, I'm interested in it now too. Shit. Damn. Yeah. This, this is more than anything else. Maybe want to go back into my old drives and look into some of those old fan subs and uh, new one. I already checked. I don't have the no, the grand log. Nobody on, but, has uh, <laughs> it. It's not anywhere. It, um, I can't no, find it. But, I've been looking but for years. I, I know I do have some old ones back there, and it, it is fascinating to think about that interplay between right. the original, the subtitle, the the passion project, and the professional translators. For again, someone who it's their job to do this, yeah, and. The way that uh, anime, I think about Crunchyroll, the popularization of that and knowing that when someone is working at that job and they need to translate it, they know that there is a message board full of people that is analyzing every line that they are doing. Yes. And so that's a very different attitude compared to someone like a fan subbing group who is coming in as a passion project right. and saying, um, this is what I think this means or this is what I think sounds really cool here and and belies the the what they're trying to get at so uh, first of all let me just let me just take us back into joke zone for a second (laughs) i love how smart uh and and chad thank you for taking us to such a smart place when we were talking about the dumbest fucking show we've ever watched (laughs) on this on this podcast i'm so glad we were able to elevate the conversation to to a to a point where i'm like 
wow, I'm really going to think critically about anime and subtitles and localization for the next week. And it came off of somebody, you know, talking, uh, throwing as many different drugs into an episode as they could. I was going to say, can we call Shin-Chan aggressive dubbing? Because this shit was violent as hell. This is ancient <laughs> violence. Put I definitely felt air. attacked by it. I think that works for this. And, and yes. especially, like, this has really... I know we got fans who want us to do ghost stories. This has made me really scared to do ghost <laughs> stories. Like this has made me so scared to go back to that because there's also like, there's just really funny shit. Like if you want funny dubs, man, that stuff exists yeah. and is mm. good. Like without being yeah. a gag, like right. the, I post this link a lot, but there's the, the clip from Ranma one half where Keiko is getting insanely mad with him about the fact that he can't identify an animal cracker. <laughs> Have I showed that clip to you guys? <laughs> Fuck, it's Please funny. Please post it. It's yeah. so really good. Funny. <laughs> it's like some of the best voice acting I've ever heard because she really just goes nuts in the booth. Um, and it's just good. <laughs> like, you don't have to do a gag dub to do something that's fun and funny and silly yeah. and over the top. Mm-hmm. No, you really I think don't. you all should. I think you all should do ghost stories, but it's rough. Like, okay. <laughs> no, like, it is, it is rough. Like uh, I think it's worth. You it's say worse it is this. rougher than what we just watched today. Oh, definitely. Yeah, oh, it's no. way worse. What? I think it's way more offensive. Oh, I, I, whoa, I may be misremembering. That's a challenge. I've never seen ghost stories, so oh, I'm man. like, I, 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 I know I've seen like an out of context compilation on YouTube a decade ago, but that's the extent of it. Um, I might be misremembering. And I'm afraid to go like, back and find it now. Oh. I've yeah, I, and like, it. yeah, go into it, go into it blind. <laughs> <laughs> My well, favorite thing is if you if you type into Google why is ghost story and the the autocomplete is why is the ghost stories dub like that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the oh, we're getting close you. to the end of season two, and when we plan on season the next season, we our format is that each of the three of us gets a vanity pick. And yeah. then the the audience gets a pick, and then we do like a wild card yeah. based on like our conversation. So like, the audience has the power to force. The, I don't think any of us are going to vanity pick ghost stories. <laughs> no, no, just, I've, just got, I've got mine lined up. What um, I know now is that I'm going to actually not probably pick such a cursed fucking anime for next season. <laughs> you actually like that you maybe seen. put some maybe really sit ball. down and and. And understand the consequences of this and the yeah. importance of this choice. I have been properly and thoroughly embarrassed. So I wouldn't really, say embarrassed. I, I would we've say, been I suffering think we've with all us. had our, our moments true. of embarrassment but here. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. say embarrassed because I definitely picked this going. This is either going to be funnier, like legitimately funnier than I remember, or it's going to be horrible and we're going to suffer. And I kind and now of we did, know. I did go and, goblin mode picking it, but it was just like I was like, nah. Okay. In a way, I'm glad. Here, right? I, I'm glad. No, I think it this. brought us around to a really useful conversation. This is yeah. true. On, on this localization. So yes, you know, uh, no, yes, good tech. pick, Stevie. Do do? Don't be embarrassed. <laughs> I just had a thought. I got two things. Uh, the first, the first thought was, um, oh, first, I found the name of that puppet show. It's called Woolen Warriors. It aired in 2000. Tsunami joke dub. Um, second thing. You know what would be a really good pairing with this string of like Shinchan and or if you ended up doing ghost stories would be Excel Saga because Excel Saga is kind of similar to the Shinchan dubs in that like there's a lot of really fast humor a lot of it's kind of offensive but it's the translation is very accurate to what the actual writing was for the actual oh, show okay. huh. so like the, all the stuff this. that's coming out 
high, like high speed is was originally written um most of it and uh if you can find the old either rips of the dvds or the actual dvds themselves from adv that they have the like i forget what they call them but they have extensive uh cultural notes for every joke in the series that's like oh. that shows up on screen to the point where sometimes the screen's Shit. totally covered <laughs> That rules. I want to watch this. That's Please so in the um, archive. The, hold on for a little bit longer. Truly. Another another interesting note about that is that like the voice actress in Japanese had to get replaced at one point because she wore out her voice. Um <gasps> because she had to talk so fast. Wow. Oh my god. Wow. So they changed voice actresses mid mid season. Because <gasps> she had to take a break. No. Oh my god, her poor throat. Oh my god crazy that's crazy well, they had to do an aunt viv on voice acting <laughs> <laughs> well i i actually have been eyeballing excel saga okay as like something to think about so i'll it's take that not about spreadsheets it's not about <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I, I go i do excel saga every day at work <laughs> that's just what i call clocking in baby there is not there's not a character named william gates no no mm. Probably not. I'm using my very powerful V lookup ability. <laughs> I just learned how to do that the other day. After three it's years, pretty of this good. Job Makes you feel like a I wizard, huh? People, no, I was like, this is hard. I didn't do good in calculus. I faked my way into that shit. Why the fuck am I? At my last job, I had uh, on on a weekly basis people coming over and like, can you just do it for me? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I did. I had to get good at it. I had to learn how to do it because I had managed to get through all three, almost four years of this job. People thinking I was really good at Excel, and I was like, "No, no, no! I'd be asking." For it's the only thing I know how to do that's 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 somewhat yeah. advanced. It's that one trick. I do so many things manually. Like I'm like I'm like the I'm the mental equivalent of like using two fingers to type with Excel. <laughs> like, I I don't want to learn it. It's too close to. Math. I know how to sum. <laughs> that's it. That's it. An average, and I still fuck that up. So, so Max, you were asking me. Yes. What's next? What's next? And I'm, I'm glad to I'm glad to say that what's coming up next is something that's a little bit more serious, a little bit more um, in the realm of like action, but still kind of something that like maybe not everyone in the United States is, will have experience with because it's Vision of Escaflowne. Escaflowne, that's right. Oh my God, it's our tiny oh, face babies. Nice. Now, I never watched this. It was on during the period where I was watching anime and I was aware of it, but I never watched it. So I'm really psyched about this, to be honest. If I recall correctly, the relationships are like hero and Relina dramatic. Good. Like, because I loved that. That's what I was so into that. It's some soap opera ass shit with like some robots. I'm so ready. Let's go. I love a big robot. It's a yep. good, what I remember about that show is they have noses you could slice a coconut on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the biggest thing about their faces is their eyes, and everything else is like really small. Just they so got really sharp, little nose, really little mouths. Just the it was the big eye era that the eyes that were the size of their heads era for anime. Oh man, they are all Gundams, Kostrak. They're not. I lied to you. <laughs> They're all Gundams. <laughs> No, they're not Gundams. Oh. <laughs> they're not. Just big robot doesn't always equal Gundam. And that's true. That. That's right. Uh, Gundam, ha- you have to be made out of a special kind of metal. Every Gundam is a big robot, but not all big robots are Gundams, okay? Yeah, I'm true. learning the rules. I, I, I came late to the Mecha game. I didn't watch a lot of Mecha. Some of them are Big O's. <laughs> that's so and now true. I, I know about Big O. I love Big O. 
Come on, Robot yeah. Batman, let's go. We love Robot, robot Batman. We love the anime. Robot Batman. Batman. That's what oh, I'm we'll get there. <laughs> oh, the second season of that show is like impossible to find now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. My uh, my wife had never seen it before, and I showed her the first season, and we couldn't find the second season at all, like officially. Um, it's just like out of print, like Lost not streaming time. anywhere. Yep. Lost the time. So sad that, that when a, a piece of media gets lost like that. Yes. Yeah. Especially and the second have, season's wild. It's because we have so many ways to preserve this stuff. I'm like, yeah. you're spending all this time coating ducks in oil, and you could be saving my fucking big O. Could be saving my big O. <laughs> well, people didn't always care about preservation. I know. They it's really I know. It's a, it, it's a thing. Like, a, CDs and DVDs don't last forever, even that physical media. Yeah. Like, there has to be yeah. a method of generation to generation physical preservation or. Some of the sh- a lot of the shit that we are talking about will be dust yeah. in fifty to a hundred years. Truly. Yep. Period. And it's like uh, ourselves know. included, of course. Yeah. I would hate <laughs> that. Of course, of course, of course. We'll we'll be dead. Okay, yeah, we'll be dead. We're God, and it's with God. Lord, Earth is ghetto, and I don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> but Shinshan's on the Internet Archive, so it's going to be around. Yeah. Assuming Congress don't come forward, the Supreme Court. Fucking God. Yeah, oh, that's right. Please support oh, no. Internet Archive. Yes. Please. Gosh. Hey, listen. Please, I'm not going to make do. a. With the, there's no way you can give us money right now, but if you were thinking you want to give us money, give it to the Internet Archive instead oh. right now because boy, oh boy, like yeah. they need it really they badly. They are literally for fighting for their lives right now. Legal please. challenges. Like, oh, yep. man. We can't get into it. It's We're near the end of the episode, but still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, like, we, seriously. <laughs> Take it, take that, and get do do help them. Do do yes. yeah. Uh, Chad, thank you again for coming on the show. I can't. I'm like over the moon that that you decided to join us today. Um, do you? Is there Absolutely. anything you want to point our viewers to? Yeah. Um. Hmm. I don't think. So. Well, okay. My my Twitch channel. I don't stream very often, but twitch.tv slash asterisk asterisk. Um, that's probably it. I think. Okay. Yeah, I don't really. I'm not. I'm not online very much. But uh, look at you. I'm proud. I of hear you. that. It's it's good for your soul. It is. I'm chronically <laughs> online, and I'm pretty sure that's the reason why I'm depressed and also perpetually manic. So don't don't be like me. Don't do that. Free yourself from free these yourself. chains. I am. I'll never be free. <laughs> we'll we'll never actually escape it. I read Twitter every day. I just don't <laughs> like posting online. I would just like to say that I'm proud of myself for not making a single Charlie's Angels comment. Oh, and thank yeah, thank you all for having me. I I forgot to say that. Um, yeah, I had a, I had a lot of fun. I was oh, yeah. very happy An to be invited. Treat. Yes, thank you for coming and thank you for teaching us about aggressive subbing. I appreciate yeah. this. I appreciate it. Yeah, I would love to sit down and have a, like a, a an in depth translation conversation at some point. Wait, so you went to grad school for? Did you go to grad school for anime? Are you about to be like my <laughs> anime? The entire world? Chad's got a master's in I've anime got an studies. Yeah. In anime? No, an M no. anime. I did. I did go for like Japanese studies. I did not go for anime, oh, but okay. I can't. I can't. I can't deny that anime didn't play a part in me, like studying Japanese. <laughs> hey, it's the same here. I'm I'm a I'm absolutely a baby, a novice. I just um in December uh passed the N five. So I've been, oh, I've nice. been studying for just a few years, but uh I love I love the language and uh to have the opportunity to actually like discuss it in an academic setting must have been amazing. So fun. 
No. So like, look, yeah, I started, great. I tried to get into Japanese class in high school before I moved to Kentucky. The high school I went to in Maryland offered Japanese as a language course. Ooh, um, okay. Bro, that was hard. Yo, that shit beat my ass as a ninth grader. It's not <laughs> was, an easy language to learn as a kid. I was struggling in that as class. A team. That class, Very different. Was really as a kid, probably pretty darn easy. But like, right. you know, that's how it is when you're like six, seven years old. You just right. don't have, you get that language like, learning brain. You I got was, those pathways. I was determined though. Like I still do know some things and there's some, I mean, it's just little phrases, right? But no, that was the same, same vibe. If I had stayed in Maryland, I probably would have minored in Japanese. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I, I taught English in Japan for a little bit. I did some field work in Japan for my master's thesis. So I have like, I have a, a pretty good background in Japan like Japanese stuff, but I'm not like an expert. Um, mm-hmm. Just like I have a, I have a decent handle on a lot of that material. Nice. Very but, cool. So yeah, like I'd be, Ooh. I'd be glad to sit down and talk about some of that stuff sometime. It's, it's one of my favorite things to do. I'll tap you yeah, again same. for season three, for sure. Hell yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. That bell means this week's meeting of the After School Anime Club has come to a close. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you. If you want to follow us online, you can at After School Anime Club Pod on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at Max Newland underscore uh, Stevie. How about you? You can find me on Twitter and a smattering under the name. Uh, no, wait. Oh, shit. Fuck. Oh. oh, no. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram uh, under the handle a smattering on both platforms. <gasps> Never fuck that up. I'm off. And Max? Uh, you can find me on um, uh, on Twitter at Max underscore Tax, or if you're a real fucked up freak, you can find me on LinkedIn. Hey, <laughs> why, would <you>? <laughs> <laughs> why would I say that? <laughs> I have had a, a knot in my back the whole time. Please don't and I do that. So hard. I will not said. accept your invite. I use that for work. <laughs> Your face is off, man. Why would you do that? It's it, it, it's because I had a Baja Blast with tequila in it. This you is had a Kentucky the, margarita. the demented, twisted um, result. Uh, Chad, do you have socials that you want to point to? Or? Sure, yeah. Um, you can find me at, on Twitter at Atonal Asterisk. Cool. Nice. Uh, you know, we're still we're still shilling for reviews. I'll put. I'll just say it. We're still shilling. Um, we haven't had one yet. Come on. Get us how, put some put some love in our review box, please. How we many do that. we need before we start rivaling Critical Role? Um, <laughs> like at least a dozen. <laughs> like ten thousand okay. more so than like, we so have. So twelve? Right we can do twelve. That's only. Yeah, you can do. Reviews. You can get us to twelve. <laughs> get us to twelve. <laughs> That's easy. I think. Hey, like listen, nine. I. This is the part of the podcast where I always oh, get no. a little bit aggressive. Oh, Kostjak is no longer having because, a ball. Because because. We always ask for reviews, but we put the the little disclaimer of no chicken-headed shit. Please mind your P's and Q's. Please leave a good review if you enjoy our show. I am doing a specific call out right now because I know that I have people I know in real life listen to this show and tell me about (laughs) it. And I'm talking to you right now. I'm not going to say your name out loud, but I'm talking to those people and... We've still got a couple minutes left before Newland, and the outro music goes for a little bit. It, it, it's a it's a banger. You're gonna love it. Yeah. Keep that music on. Pull up Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Yeah. Thanks. We love you. <laughs> I'm sorry I got mad again. <laughs> it's a pattern. <laughs>
<laughs> man, Cosfact is oh, 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 blasted off on you, motherfuckers. You better he leave did. a review. You better leave a review. It's not just the. It's not just my voice that you're paying for. You're also hearing everybody else. You know, yeah. collaborate together on this. For show. And again, we're so glad we got to spend this time with you. Thank you for listening. We'll see you at the next meeting. This April, the Moonshot Podcast Network is doing something new, unparalleled, something nobody has done before. We're asking you for money. This month is the first ever Moonshot Patreon drive. Between April 1st and 30th, we're hoping to bring in 30 new and upgrading patrons to patreon.com slash moonshotnetwork. That's one per day. The money we make on Patreon is what helps our podcasters get things like new mics, show art, and music. It also helps us put on our bigger streaming events, advertise our shows, and think even bigger. If you know us, you know we like to think bigger. Join the Patreon in April and you'll get a bunch of drive-exclusive new podcasts, including actual plays, improv comedy, and a roundtable show with some of the hosts of our book talk shows, like Three Little Words and Kahooligans. $5 Patreons get to join us for a game night on our Minecraft server on April 7th, where we take down the Ender Dragon together. You hate that guy, so do we. Help us kill him. You'll also get access to all of our usual monthly output, like Once Missed Wonders, early episodes of Champs in the Making, and more. So please join us or upgrade with us today on Patreon for $1, $3, or $5 at patreon.com slash Moonshot Network. Visit us on Patreon or at Moonshot Pods on Twitter for more details about the drive. Patreon.com slash Moonshot Network.